0: For our second week on break, I wanted to take you back to episode 52. It is all about relationships and money, and I get so many questions on getting your spouse to be on the same page as you and so forth. So this was really an extremely popular episode, downloaded lots and lots of times, and I wanted to bring it back uh, so that way you can listen to it in case you have missed it. So this is the replay of episode 52. Enjoy, and we'll see you back next week on April 6th for the new season of the Her Money Matters Podcast. You are listening to the Her Money Matters Podcast, episode 52. Welcome to the Her Money Matters Podcast, the podcast to help you take control of your finances. Join your host, Motivational Money Coach, Jen Hempill, as she shares with you practical, simple money insights and real-life stories by women like you. Let's get to it. Hello, hello, this is Jen Hempill, your host of this podcast. I am very happy to have you here today as it means so much that you listen to this podcast. There's hundreds and hundreds of podcasts to uh, choose from and for you to choose me in this podcast. It's a huge honor, so thank you so much. Happy June to you if you are listening to this as it becomes available. If not, if you're listening to this much later, happy day to you. This month's episodes, I'm excited about. uh, I'm always excited about each episode. But what I'm trying to do my whole mission, and you'll see it's just going to be a work in progress. It's never going to be perfect. But I try to pick themes each month that I focus on for those episodes. But what hasn't been happening has been the guests. So I'm trying to uh, tweak it. So the months themes not only the solo episodes the ones where you just hear me talk about that theme but uh, I also touch upon that with the guests that I bring to you that's my whole ideal way to do this podcast so again it's a work in progress this month's episodes are really going to focus on relationships and money. When you look at the stats, money is such a huge factor in divorces. So I have three guests lined up for you. I will also include some celebration this month as towards the end of the month, the Her Money Matters podcast is turning one-year-old. So excited. About, I'm really excited about that. So there will be a special episode for that. And also want to remind you that if you... Uh, you haven't already, don't forget to join the waitlist to get notified when the doors for the enrollment of the Fearless Money Sisterhood opens. Uh, if this is your first time hearing about it, you can get all the details and you'll be able to also join the waitlist over at jenhemphill.com forward slash fearless. So today's episode, this is what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about how the simple words such as ours, mine, yours can affect how you manage your money. I'm also going to share with you one huge thing that you can do to prevent financial infidelity, and we'll also discuss slightly just a little bit about what that is, and what digging into and learning how you and your partner grew up around money, how that in itself can make your life a whole lot less tense when it comes to money. And then we're going to talk about certain scenarios that you can discuss and you should discuss with your partner uh, just to make your life easier when these scenarios may happen or may not happen. So just to be prepared for that. Before we get into that as usual, I want to do a shout out and today's shout out goes to Lindsay. She's in our her in our Her Money Matters community and recently she paid off some debt and also in the process of that she had was able to save up some money to replace all the tires on her car. So and we know that those are expensive. <laughs> Replacing tires on, on the car is always a pain because it, it, it's painful in the mind too, just because it uh, it costs so much. So congrats, uh, Lindsay. I wanted to acknowledge you for just an awesome job, um, just doing so great with that. And really to thank you as well to sharing that win with us. That means a lot. So let's go ahead and get to the nitty gritty of this episode. It's, as you know, there's no, it's no secret. Money is one of the leading causes of stress in relationships and divorce as well. Talking about money just in itself is not easy, right? And relationships on our, on its own are work. Mer- relationships or marriage are definitely work. It's not anything easy. And then when you try to mesh the two, you mesh talking with money with the marriage or the relationship. Well, that can get more complicated, right? So how can we lessen that stress and make it less complicated? There are four things that I've come up with that I feel that you should consider so mixing money and love won't be a disaster. There aren't in any particular order, all right? So the first one that I wanted to talk about is what words you're using. So how how you and your partner view money in terms of the relationship. Is the money ours? Is the money yours? Is the money mine? How do you and your partner view that money? So because that's going to affect how you manage your money. It's also going to affect if you see the money that you make uh, as yours, you probably chances are you probably each have your own accounts and maybe pay certain, agree to pay certain bills from those certain accounts. Or maybe the money is <clears throat> ours. So you have, it's, you work more as a unit in terms of all the money going in one account and the bills being paid from that account. But having this, just this alone right here, knowing what words you use, how you view your money in terms of in the relationship, it's all, it's going to help you not only handle the conversation so much better because you're aware of it, right? But you're going to have clarity as to how you manage uh, your money as well. So again, it's, I'm um, about in terms of like, are you having a joint account for you know because you're married or you're in the relationship that's where your money is yours? Is the money just mine and yours how How do you view that and that's really I feel critical to understand and be aware of It's a simple conversation you probably already know the answer to it without uh, having to have that conversation just listening having had those conversations in the past with your partner um you'll know you already know how you view but just being aware of it is going to make your life a lot easier uh and make just managing being able to decide how you're going to manage your money again there's no as i mentioned before there's no one way that's the correct way you got to do what is right for you uh, what is right for your relationship at the time relationship at the time sometimes that will evolve and how you manage your money and or how you distribute your money as far as whether you have joint accounts separate accounts that can evolve in time as well i've seen that happen the second thing that i think is important is understanding just not just understanding, but really being honest on what money baggage you're bringing into the relationship, into the marriage. Uh, Are you bringing some debt? Maybe you're dealing, uh, with child support, alimony, whatever case may be. It's important to uh, be honest uh, and upfront, um, just before you get into the relationship. If you already have been married for a while, um, Maybe that was a conversation that you had prior to getting married, or maybe you got married and you found that out. You can reflect on how that made you feel or what kind of tension that caused. But just, I know it's not easy, but just being honest, putting that baggage on the table so it's there, so you know you can move on. You can have the discussion. You can move on, figure out how you're going to handle that. Um, the, the debt I know for us, my husband had a really, really difficult time when uh, we got married on him bringing in some student loan debt. That was tough on him. Um, emotionally that he, he felt guilty bringing him to the marriage, but we had that discussion. And for me, it was just, I know this is weird and maybe nerdy to say, but it, for me, it was a challenge. I'm like, Oh, I, now I can figure out how to pay this debt. Uh, I don't know. Don't ask me why I thought that way. But anyways, that's just me. And I had no problem because he was my husband. And for me, we worked as a team. We work as a team and we can figure it out together. It's also um, being upfront and honest from the beginning is going to help you prevent from committing, if you will. I don't know if I want to use that word, but that's the first word that comes to my brain. uh financial infidelity. So if you haven't heard that term before, you've probably heard infidelity, but financial infidelity really simply is just lying about each other about money. So maybe hiding some debts. Uh, Maybe you had taken, maybe you or your spouse uh, took a credit card out on on your own and are putting some debt on there, whatever the case may be. So being honest from the get-go Is going to help you prevent that because you've already had that hard conversation, uh, that tense conversation about whether you had debt before the marriage or uh, whatever the case may be is going to. Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you help you have another difficult conversation uh, down the line. And therefore, it's going to help you prevent that financial infidelity on both sides. And it's going to help open up that conversation as far as both being comfortable, because one came clean with whatever it may be, bringing debt or whatever you want to call it. Um, and then it just opens up the conversation and the comfort level uh, to be able to talk about that, and therefore, of course, that's going to help you prevent uh, financial infidelity in the future. The third thing that I think is very important is knowing each other's money story. So, really digging to the past uh, and learning about how each other having that conversation, and it could be just a fun date where you have these conversations. Well, what? How did you know? How did you grow up? grow up around money? Uh, and it's not just that question, but tell me about your parents. How did they manage money when you were growing up? Or what did they teach you about money? Or what do you remember seeing? Were there, any, were there any arguments? Or did were there certain phrases that they said a lot like, we can't afford this? Or what other kind of memories do you have? Because that definitely affects how you handle money today. And you need to be aware that, not just your money story, but your partner's money story. That's gonna, one, gonna help you have those conversations, especially that initial one. If you have learned, not necessarily won't be the initial one, depending on whether you're already married, have been with this person for a while. But knowing, having that conversation about each other's money story is gonna open up, just like the money baggage, being upfront with the money baggage is going to help future money conversations because talking about money is already hard enough as it is. So it's going to help you uh, alleviate and lessen that tension when it comes to money because you already have learned about how each other, how you each have grown up around money, and you've understand. Why you each handle money and the way that you do, whether you're a spender, whether you're a saver, uh, whether you don't like to budget at all, maybe there's a reason behind that, whether uh, you're adamant about every single coupon and you want, you have to, uh, you will only go grocery shopping if you have coupons, whatever that that may be, there's a reason for that. So you have to really know uh, what each other's money story is, how you grew up around money, that's going to help you tremendously. And the fourth thing that I felt was really important was just to understand or to discuss certain scenarios and understand what you would do in those scenarios. So one could be uh, if there's only one bread winner in the family. So maybe, <coughs> excuse me, maybe um, you're the breadwinner, or your spouse is the breadwinner, and how you each feel about that. Uh, do you, uh, maybe it's because you, let's say you're not the breadwinner, maybe your spouse is the breadwinner, and you decide to stay at home to take care of the kids, right? That's a common one. Uh, so how does your spouse, and how do you feel? Does your spouse um, feel like you should be bringing in some money and pitching in, right? Or is your spouse okay, completely okay and very supportive? Are you on the other side? If you stay home, are you feeling guilty for not bringing in money? You have to have those conversations about these scenarios. So one is just only one being the breadwinner um, and not and the other one not bringing any money, right? The other scenario I think is important um, is if you're both working and especially with since. You know women and men were so different, but if let's say in the in this case you're bringing in more money than your 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 husband, so have talk about that and how does that affect things, or is it really not a relevant thing I mean in some cases, it's really no big deal in other cases, the male might feel. Uh, they shouldn't, I don't think, but the male is going to feel like he should be making more money because the traditional role of the male is a breadwinner, right? So have those conversations um, about that. Another scenario is if one of you loses the job, what do you do? Like, Especially um, if What do you do when one loses a job? Have those conversations. It can go any way, the conversation. There's not one specific question that you ask, but just talk about. If one of us loses a job, what do we do, right? Because you don't want to have that happen. And, And I'm not here talking about preparing. I'm not talking about emergency funds or preparing in case something like that happens. I'm talking about the feelings that you have. What will, like, if this happens, what could, how could you possibly uh, feel right how can how will that affect your relationship with each other? This is the conversations i 'm talking about, of course, preparing financially just in case with the emergency funds that 's another conversation what i 'm talking about here is how emotionally that will affect both of you, and you have to have those you know you talk about it ahead of time, so that way if it happens, you already know you're prepared ahead of time. The other scenario is when, because there's always that one family member that asks for money, right? Have you experienced that before? There's that one family member that needs money, comes to you for money. So, talk about the scenario. How do you handle this? Are you going to have parameters, or is there like, do you not uh, lend them or give them money? Do you? Is there a certain amount that you won't go over to? give them money? Is it just a one-time gift? How are you going to handle that uh, when a family member asks for money? Because uh, that, especially if it's your family member and you love that family member and you want to help, what if your spouse doesn't? Uh, or maybe they have issues into giving them money. You have to have those conversations so you know how each other feels. That's going to prevent a lot of heartache in the future if that happens, Right. The other scenario to talk about is how do we handle aging parents? I in episode 32, I discuss more about this, but the reason why I bring this up is because we're not getting any younger. Of course, our parents aren't either. Eventually uh they're gonna need some sort of support. And if you discuss a scenario, especially if you have two sets of parents, right, that are living, you want to know how do you handle those things? How do you, when they need them financially, what are you you going to be able to do to financially support them? If that's the case, those are, that's what kind of other support, whether uh, physically uh, they're going to be living with you or um, whatever the case may be, have those types of conversations. If those, for those certain scenarios, um, and come in some sort of agreement, some middle ground with this. So later on down the line, you've already had the discussion and it's going to alleviate stress, it's going to alleviate arguments. You're going to be able to make the best decisions at that time, uh, not only for you all, but financially as well, instead of focusing on the stress of the argument or the stress of the conversation. So those are the four things that I think are essential uh, when talking about mixing love and money. So I hope you have found that of value. And let me just go ahead and recap what they were. Uh, One was about understanding the words that you use, such as ours, yours, mine, and how that affects how you manage your money. Uh, The second one was about being honest on and just being upfront about the money baggage that you bring to the table and how that helps you or prevents you from um, financial infidelity in your relationship. And also knowing each other's money story and how important that is uh, toward for your marriage, for money conversations, for being able to talk about that so much easier. And the fourth one was really, we talked about different scenarios that you should discuss Uh, when uh, to be able to um, have these discussions, come to a uh, middle ground, uh, come to some sort of agreement, come to some parameters uh, on how you would handle things, some rules. So that way, when, if these things were to happen, you've had this conversation already, it's going to alleviate the stress, the arguments later. So at that time you can make decisions solely based on what's going on versus the, um, the emotional piece, you're going to have that out of your brain. And you can focus on making the good decisions for you, not just um, the decisions, but also the financial decisions that you will have to make. So that is it. If you have not if you didn't get the link at the beginning about the waitlist for the fearless money sisterhood it's Jen forward slash fearless you will also find the link over in the show notes as well next week on episode 53 we'll have our first guest for this theme of relationships and money and we'll be getting to know her and about how she's they've handled marriage and money and so much more so that is it you can check out all the show notes uh at Jen Hemphill. All the show notes. They're very brief, right? So you can check out the show notes at jenhempill.com forward slash 52. So you can get the link, you can read the transcript if you want. And I appreciate you listening. And we'll talk again next Thursday.